Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Let's get into this big Tom Brady news, man. Oh, gosh. Tom Brady playing chess, not checkers. Now, I try to do my best to prepare myself for life after football, right? Putting a lot of work in. Was mm-hmm. broadcasting while I was playing for the New York Jets. Was in the you know the media market capital of the world to set myself up for the future to do what I'm doing now. But this guy Tom Brady, right? He set himself up not for next year, possibly not even the year after that. Maybe the year after that, right? Because this <laughs> deal is whenever Tom Brady decides to walk away, and we saw this offseason that we don't know when that's going to be because we thought he was going to retire. But right. didn't retire in, in the statement from the exec chair and CEO, Lachlan Murdoch states, we are pleased to announce that the immediately that immediately following his playing career, seven time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady will be <clears throat> joining us at Fox Sport as our lead analyst over the course of the long term deal over the course of the long term agreement. Tom will not only call our biggest NFL games with Kevin Burkhart but will also serve as an ambassador for us, particularly with the respect to client and promotional initiatives. We are delighted that Tom has committed to joining the Fox team and wish him all the best during the upcoming season. Now, when this news broke, Tom Brady took to Twitter, right? He said, excited, uh, he said, excited, comma, but a lot of unfinished business on the field with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Hashtag LFG. I mean, there's so much to really unpack here, Omar, I want to throw it to you because again, we we gonna we gonna break down the LFG. Are we gonna break down the mm-hmm. let's, let's fuck go? Let's it should have said it should have said hashtag. Yeah. It should have said hashtag thirty more million dollars real quick oh playing my, for Tampa oh Bay. 30, 30. And, and let's to put this into perspective, right? Tom Brady in his career before this season has made up to up to three hundred and two million dollars in in contractual football football money right not endorsements you yes. know just for playing right. football i believe he's making 30 mil this year so that pushes up to 332 but still this fox money money surpasses that yeah and it's not even close right. 375 million dollars on a 10-year deal fox must believe that a lot of people are going to be tuning in to hear what tom brady has to say i i, I am stunned i i am appreciation and respect for you know as as what, what rapper says get paid get paid um, <laughs> um was that two things I can't remember. Which no, it was, Dolph. It, Dolph. Was Dolph. it was Dolph. It was Dolph. It was Dolph. It was Rest in peace. Rest in Dolph. peace. That's right. But, and I want all my journalists, I want all my analysts to, to get money. But that's ridiculous. That's to be an analyst for $37 million a year, getting Ooh. paid more than you were for being the quarter best quarterback of uh, no, ever, uh, ever, yes. ever. <laughs> I was going to say a generation, but you yeah. know, it's right. ever. Can I ask y'all a question though about that? You were, you were saying, dudes, is 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 part of that deal is uh, they want to pay him to be the ambassador. I almost feel like the chunk of that money is we're going to pay him this money to be our ambassador. And Mm. and whether or not he's a great uh, caster, we Mm. just don't know. But just having Tom Brady's name on Fox Sports, you know, is worth $25 million a year. I don't know if he's going to be as good, but. If if he's as funny as he is on on uh, Twitter. TikTok yeah, and Twitter, then, yeah. then he's gonna be funny. But I'd still I would have given that money to to the Manning brothers myself. Yeah, we're gonna bring in our producer Evan. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J. Doosable with Auntie Chantel. 
and Omar yeah. Kelly. We're going to bring our, uh, bring in our producer, Evan. Uh, Evan, what do you think about this? I mean, because this is an a, enormous <laughs> amount of money. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I've been broadcast two, before. Two quick points. The first point is that I'm watching. I can't wait to see what Tom Brady has to say in the booth. But the other point that I want to make is this, right? The second highest paid broadcaster in NFL broadcasting is Troy Aikman. ESPN just paid him and he'll be making $18 million a year. And Troy Aikman is considered by many the best in the game. He's been doing this a very long time. And Tom Brady is going to come in and make more than double that Mm. despite having zero experience in the broadcast booth i just wanted to put that out there for you guys real quick yeah i mean that's something that that shows the power of tom brady and his influence right evan because fox is 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 hedging their bet saying that people are going to want to tune in just to hear tom brady um, you know, it better like, come with Giselle Bunchen. It, it better be a package deal. She better be in the booth too. She got to be in the booth too. But I just think people know the work ethic that Tom Brady has on the football field, and I think right. Fox looks at that and they're like, "Well, he's going to give that same type of effort, you know, in the in the booth while he's, you know, the color analyst calling our top games, right?" With Kevin Burkhart, right. I just I just think that's an enormous amount of money for a guy that's never actually been in the booth before. But and, you gotta pay him double, dudes. You gotta pay him yeah. double what what Troy Aikman got because Troy Aikman has what three Super Bowls and and uh, Brady got more than double that. So yeah, I like how you did that one right there. I like how you did that. But this isn't the first time a goat has tried to make the transition from the field to the booth, right? Joe right. Montana gave broadcasting a shot after winning four Super Bowls in fifteen seasons, but it didn't turn out quite successful right (laughs) tell him so the nfl legend told the new york post that in 2021 that he quit at a halftime uh game during the super bowl broadcast montana was part of the super bowl uh broadcast team while the dallas cowboys were playing the pittsburgh steelers to close out the 1995 season and decided that this wasn't for him he walked away at halftime pulled Devontae davis now i just can't (laughs) believe i'm just now hearing about this story like Omar, you said that, you know, you were, you know, a young adult or a teenager at this time. Yeah. Do you remember any of this? I remember that Super Bowl. I don't remember him leaving the broadcast, nor did this was before the age of social media. I'm sure today's age, we, you know, the world would go crazy about this. Um, But yeah, we, I I had never heard that story myself. I, I had always wondered why he never partaked in, in, in media, um, never parlayed his professional career as, as one of the goats into, you know, the multi-million dollar television deal um, like Steve Young, his, his counterpart did. But that makes a lot of sense. A hundred percent. And the crazy thing is, Omar, he said at halftime, I called my wife from the phone. This is this is what he told the post. Probably was a dial-up phone. It back probably then. was. A dial-up. <laughs> Damn. I don't believe we had cell phones back. Wait a minute, be careful now. I was a, I was I was of age at that time, fellas. Come yeah. on, nephews. <laughs> you said we all had phones next to us, and I said I quit. I'm out of here. I yeah. can't do this. I just can't imagine a guy that was that competitive. Uh, right. My, my question know. is: Was it his first broadcast, or was it like he just didn't did the whole season and didn't enjoy it and decided to quit at the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I believe he had did some smaller broadcasts, but maybe he just figured out during the Super Bowl, like this, you know, this is not for me. This is he not quit. what I wanted. He pulled to do. An Antonio this. Brown. <laughs> and so, took off his clothes and left. Avante uh, Davis yeah. was the first. He right. Just to he leave said, he said "Let me go. Let me go sell some some L.A. Uh, what, what's the sneakers that he used to market? Um, 
Damn. Is it LA Gear? Yeah, I think it's LA Gear. Yeah. LA Gear. Yes, it was LA Gear. <laughs> but see, y'all been a lot around, but y'all been around a lot of football players, right? You've been around, I mean, a lot of guys. And you guys talk shit all the time. You talk football all the time in the locker yeah. room, right? But I, I I can imagine that you guys know that there's talking football and then talking football. Analyzing. And I think, yeah. yeah, and analyzing it, you know, on the fly and being able to talk and 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 you know, there was a difference and and being able to call plays and being able to call games proved to be too much for 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 Joe. But hopefully it won't be for Tom. But you know, what's crazy is is he doesn't even make the most money in his own house. Oh, <laughs> man. Yes. Talk about it. Come on, Giselle. <laughs> Giselle, Giselle has net worth of $400 million. And, and she has been the primary breadwinner or the, the main breadwinner in That's that household for, for his entire career. Yeah. Um. So together, and this is an interesting segue to this story because for, as most of you know, I cover, I cover the Dolphins for 15 years. I'm an NFL columnist and, and Tom Brady, when he did retire, mm-hmm. the Dolphins were putting in some work yeah. to mm-hmm. make sure that he joined their organization mm-hmm. as, quote unquote, and I'm throwing up my air quotes, a part owner exactly. of the organization, but also with the intentions of saying, hey, Tom, how about you come out of retirement and quarterback our team? And right. that's, a, that's a really good point, Omar, because I think a lot of people, myself included, always thought that Tom Brady wanted to be an owner of yes. a team or, or a part owner of a team, right? And we know. Um, the Tampa Bay Bucks came out and said Tom Brady and Bruce Arian was adamant about this. Like Tom Brady's going to play for us or he's not playing for anywhere else. So I think when he decided to retire, I mean, I think, you know, he had Miami in, his, in, in the back of his head. Like maybe I can go down there, unretire for one year and then move up into ownership. Right. But, you know, Tampa Bay blocked that. So, again, this Fox deal is for 10 years, but it starts whenever Tom decides to walk away from the game. We don't know when that's going to occur, right? Because, again, he fooled everybody this offseason, said, I'm done, you know, I've given everything I have to the game. I think he changed his mind. I think we rushed him into retirement. Because if you remember that Adam Scheffner story came out early. And 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 he denied it. Yeah, he was kind of pissed off about it because I guess he didn't didn't get to put it out there himself. Um, Tom, you know, was big in social media now. He likes to pub all his stuff himself. So when that story dropped early, you know, Tom kind of denied it, denied it, then decided to retire. Then a few months later, all of a sudden, I'm not done. I'm not done with the game. Mm-hmm. Tom got tired of taking LFG. them damn kids. Tom got tired of taking them damn kids to school. He won't be no daddy no more. He's like, nah, bump this. I'm finna. And Giselle's like, no, you finna work. I, I'm the breadwinner now. You finna work. He was like, nah, I'm finna go back and play. <laughs> Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. Joel's playing the playoffs, James playing the playoffs, knowing that they're making an emphasis here not to call as many fouls in the playoffs. They're gonna change it even more. So they're gonna let guys play even more. And the key is to when it doesn't happen, get the back on defense. But you gotta get back. So we don't get the foul call, we don't make a shot, we can't let our offense dictate our defense. And that's the biggest thing, biggest change we need to grow in and mature on. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. What is going on with Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns situation? Also, the Panthers quarterback situation is all over the place. Well, we're going to bring in CBS Sports senior NFL insider Josina Anderson, who is one of the best NFL reporters in the game, right? And she is going to give us an update on what's going on. Josina, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. 
Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. Can you hear me okay? Yes, okay, absolutely. Great. And Wonderful. I don't think he did you justice because <laughs> oh. you're an NFL insider. Yeah. What, well, what did I he say? CBS I don't even know what he said. Reporter. No, I said I said CBS Sports senior NFL I'm snitching. insider. Snitching. Snitching. <laughs> <laughs> CBS um, I'm good. NFL insider. Y'all got me putting my face on at eight o'clock at night when I'm supposed to be walking around my house looking like anime. So <laughs> y'all got me doing way too much at eight o'clock. Now, and the other thing is, is I just took my extensions out and then my hairdresser came over. <laughs> And, and we had an aloe vera treatment going on. So I got I, I like, on I like the messy bun in the back, yeah, Josina. I mean, you know, we can I mean we got we got the uh we got the ex, you know the extension ponytail in right now because I got I got aloe vera all up through the hair. And then we're gonna um you know leave that in for two days and then I'll go in and either you know wear my natural hair or, or put extensions back in. We'll see what I do. I, I, I got we got we got to take care of the scalp, Omar. I know you over there with your threads. You know, we got to take care of the scalp, just can't be taking care of the hair now. Always. Well, just anyway. let's, jump, let's jump right into this, right? You've <laughs> yeah, been enough about close, my hair. <laughs> you've been close to the Brown situation and Baker Mayfield situation. What, what is the latest on that situation? I know some people are wondering why he hasn't been traded. Now, do the Browns have enough money potentially during, uh, with the cap to keep him on the team, depending on if Deshaun Watson gets suspended? Uh, so, so what's the latest with the Brown situation and Baker Mayfield? Okay, so there's so many components to everything that you just asked. So I'll start off with the Browns. I'll try to keep my right hand down because one of my fingernails broke today, too. So I'm just a whole hot mess. <laughs> keep it okay. real. I love it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> a nail appointment tomorrow. I love it. Anyway, so the Browns do have the money budgeted to be able to have Deshaun Watson on the roster. Excuse me, Baker Mayfield on the roster if need be. Uh, when Deshaun Watson did his deal, he got the five-year, $230 million deal that averages out at $46 million. Uh, that base salary was converted into signing bonus, bringing that down to $1.35 million. So his uh, money this year is just a million. Okay. Mm. Then you got Jacoby Brissett, who when you put everything together is about $4 million. So that's, that's not too much. And then you got Baker Mayfield on the fifth-year option at 18.858. Uh, so the answer is yes, they can. And uh, and we're still waiting to figure out what Deshaun Watson's 2022 status is going to be. We don't know. Uh, now, the civil litigation is going to go perhaps into next, into next year, but we're still waiting. So you have all of those components. Now, to answer the other part of your question, you had Carolina who was talking. You had Seattle who was talking. Mm. To, to make this very simple, the, the bow headline that kind of wraps up the teams that have talked to the Browns is this, is that each of these teams perceive that the Browns have to get rid of Baker Mayfield. And that is true. That is true. What I do not agree with and what I do not feel is true is that they don't have to do it now. Mm. Deshaun Washington just spent a whole year on the Houston Texans and they <sighs> carried that salary. Obviously, it's not the same as what the, what the Browns will be paying after 2023. But the bottom line is that they did it right. And so they don't have to do it now. We're just in May. We got we got May, we got June, we got July, we got August, we got yeah. September, we got October. If you can wait till a quarterback gets hurt. Mm. Leverage is fluid. It's not a static concept. It's evolving and it can change in a blink of an eye is my point. Yeah, well, Justine, this is what I would ask you, though. Mm -hmm. uh, Baker Mayfield, there's no way he wants to come back and be a, you know, a Cleveland Brown. Who cares what Baker wants, well, I'm though? I'm just saying, so what if he decides <laughs> not to show up? So I, I don't think, for, for the information that I have without being too specific, I don't think that Baker Mayfield has a problem 
uh, returning to the Browns. First of all, he's a member of the Browns. That is his job. And yeah. outside of the football world, we all have to do things for our job that we don't prefer to do. This so whatever, true. right? That, yeah. that, that is, you are, you are a member of the Browns. If you are supposed to show up, that is what you're supposed to do. But I think the better question is, do the Browns want him in the building? Mm. What makes me bring that up? If you remember what they told OBJ last season, which was to basically stay your behind home yep. while we figure this out. Remember, they told him he had an excused absence. The question is, are they going to do that with Baker Mayfield? Because mm. I, right now, per the NFLPA, he has a right <laughs> to come up in there <laughs> when mandatory starts. He's a member of the team. I think he's going to be starting day one because I think Deshaun going to get suspended anyways. Uh, but, you know, I'm a Steeler fan. So to be honest, I, I, I want him to stay in, in Cleveland and, and uh, mess up everything going on over there in Ohio anyways, to be honest. But yeah, that's okay. a whole that's a whole mess, Josie. That's a whole mess. Yeah, because um, y'all got a lot of questions over there with your own Steelers quarterback situation. Yeah, but at least, you know, we ain't worried about one of them being suspended for how many games, <laughs> and then the other one really don't want to be there. Like, our quarterback that we got to worry about it leaving is Mason Rudolph, and we ain't worried about him. He you ain't worried about Mason. Nah, he, he can go on. He can go on. And they talking about Baker to the Pickett. Steelers. Nah. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking to Josina Anderson, CBS. Yeah. CBS Sports Insider. Josina, do you know if any team has seriously considered bringing in Colin Kaepernick for a workout? We had him on the I Am Athlete podcast. He talked about the fact that he would play for the minimum. He talked about the fact that he would be an NFL backup. Talked about the fact that he just wants an opportunity and a chance for somebody to take a look at him. Um, nobody's interested, seemingly. Mm-hmm. So what's the question? <laughs> Uh, why is nobody why is nobody biting on the Colin Kaepernick bait well I think that uh the Carolina Panthers should be interested um I've had this conversation with league sources regarding this situation in this particular team and the reason why I focus on the Carolina Panthers is because of owner David Tepper who has done interviews, I believe it's on CNBC. I, I retweeted that interview. It was down my timeline for all of you who want to scroll back. But where he was interviewed by a host on the show saying some comment about uh, Colin Kaepernick and David Tepper, I felt like, gave an answer that was in, def in defense of him. So you have an owner who seems like he has no problem because he's done that publicly. That's number one. Uh, number two, you have Sam Darnold on there. We've seen Sam Darnold and, and his repertoire when he used to play he with sees the Jets. Ghosts. Yes. <laughs> and, and and he had a first good three games or yeah, so yeah. at the beginning of last year. Let's right. give him his props on that. It till, went till downhill out. after the Giants <laughs> sacked him like five times. And then after that, he didn't recover. And then he also got injured. So we're going to put that in there. So, yes. But we, we, we understand what Sam Darnold is. Then you got Matt Corral, third round pick. We don't know what that is. Not a known quantity. So to me, this is a good team per the owner. This is a team Eric Reed was on. This is a team where you're still trying to figure out the quarterback situation. Mm. Colin Kaepernick's not coming in there asking for a whole bunch. Relative mm. to your quarterback situation, you still need something to help from a business standpoint, which David Tepper understands, to put butts in the seat. Mm. Not in so Carolina, so, though. Huh? Not in Carolina. That, that's, that, that's Republican country. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm talking about from a football aficionado football. Oh, standpoint. Right. You see what I'm saying? With, with, if, if, listen, Omar. If they start off one and three and on four, 
Oh. On fire, you know what have you? Well, what are we doing after that? From Ooh. from a business stand, what are we doing? Firing Matt Rule. What are we doing after that? Yo, what Cena, we I got a question for the number one pick. I got a Colin question Kaepernick, for you, right? Or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> That's what you need. Uh, right. Yo, Cena, I got a question for you. So, uh, yeah, is is Cam Newton's career over? Um, um, I don't think so because, um, you know, look, it's, it, 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 well, as as I was just saying again to a, a team the other day, it's all easy to be ho hum on making decisions and trades and whatever right. when it's May because <laughs> right. nothing's happening in May, so no nobody. Nobody's, nobody's hitting in May. Nobody, nobody's in. So when you get closer to July and August, and and then and then and then things start to happen, that's when things get popping. So if a team loses, obviously a, 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 a starting quarterback or or what have you, then Cam Newton might have some juice then. So I can't definitively say that until we get through the season. Now, if there's a whole bunch of injuries and they still not calling Campbell, then you know, then we'll have a different conversation. Cam you know has been mean? done for two years. Maybe if if you were a GM, Joe, and 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 your quarterback got hurt, who do you call first, Cam Newton or Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick? Oh, that's a good oh, question. Well, I, I think the question that even precedes that, but I will answer your question, is is the first thing I keep saying is that Colin Kaepernick deserves a workout. There's mm. nothing from inhibiting just looking under the hood. To, and this is what I was having a conversation with. This. I don't understand why y'all not just looking under the hood. It's not, it's not hurting you to yeah. look under the hood. That part I don't get. To answer your question, if the, the first call that I make, um, I would have to say Cam first relative to that i have more recent tape to look at but if i had the opportunity huh it's a bad tape now i hear it i'm just saying you know but we all if i'm a gm right we all have bosses and i gotta be able to justify my decisions right so Mm -hmm. if i'm if i'm in that role and my job is on the line i can probably justify that first prior to colin but i am definitely in favor of bringing him in for a workout. And I do think that relative to who the 32 starting quarterbacks are, that he, um, in my expectation, would be good enough to be a, uh, a starter, for sure. Yeah. I would bring them both in for a workout at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I hear you. But listen, I, 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 feel, I, feel, like he, I feel like he deserves it. Um, I don't understand why they're not looking at it. And, and I just want to give you a quick example really quickly, because I remember when the commanders, obviously they call something back, obviously different then, were mm-hmm. hesitant to bring in Adrian Peterson. And they had done a workout with Orleans Darkwood, Jamal Charles. And I and anyways, behind the scenes conversations, it was like, why y'all not bringing in Adrian? Why they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. They had hesitations as to whether he would accept the backup role, which Colin Kaepernick has already said he would do. But long story short, obviously, they brought in Adrian. And within three hours after the workout, despite all that hesitation and basically working out everybody else, they obviously ended up signing Adrian Peterson. He started 31 games after that. So again, it just goes back to just do the workout. I just don't, right. I don't, I don't get that, but go so ahead. You got to You got to reach out to the, the GMs and, and have them call Omar because Omar has the, his favorite GM of all time in LeBron James. And maybe, you know, LeBron can, uh, <laughs> LeBron can listen. Can find LeBron can get back. Colin Kaepernick some work. <laughs> uh, I don't know about all these other GMs, but <laughs> yeah. LeBron, you know, that's, LeBron that's and Club Sports. That's yeah. what Colin Kaepernick should do. <laughs> this is I am athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J. Doosable with my two teammates Omar Kelly and Doctor <laughs> Chantel Trimmertail, and we're talking to CBS Sports Senior NFL Insider 
Josina Anderson. So we've been talking about multiple quarterbacks, but let's head to the West Coast, San Francisco, right? A lot of drama out there. Jimmy Garoppolo was on the team. You know, a lot of people thought he might be traded, then had the shoulder surgery. So that kind of hurt the San Francisco 49ers and trading him. And then Debo Samuels, right? He wanted out. Now, you know, he, he unfollowed the San Francisco 49ers on Instagram. Then he followed them again. So it seems like maybe they could. You I know, broke work up some, with you and yeah. now, I'm back, now we're back together. We were just having a break. Exactly. So what, what's the latest in San Francisco? I just changed my lighting. Sorry, that, that top light was a little too light. So That, I, that I, blue I, makes I, you look better, Josie. I, I, I'm, I'm giving you the the, the, yeah. the late night ambiance right now because I'm like, <laughs> I turned on that, that light and I didn't get to fix all my lights before I came on. But um, so what's going on in San Francisco, right? Correct. So the first thing I would say, and, and this is my opinion, y'all can tell me how you feel. And this is what I said, Omar, and I saw you down in West Palm Beach at the owners meetings. Um, I feel that the 49ers should keep Jimmy Garoppolo. When I look at the arms race that was this offseason relative to trying to get all of this talent on all of these different teams after the entire league watched the Rams and the Bucks go after quarterbacks on other teams and win. Okay. And then now bringing in all this talent, we saw the, the contracts going around for guys like Tyreek and Devontae, what have you in order to keep up in the NFC West. And in order to keep up when it gets into postseason quality football, mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion, y'all tell me different. I love him. Gives them the best opportunity to win. Trey Lance is not, it's not, it's not a, a slight on him. I'm talking about now. Oh, yeah. I, I agree 100%. And there's actually reports, I believe it was Mike Lombardo, mm-hmm. stated that, you know, the 49ers are underwhelmed by Trey Lance, which is it brings into a lot of questions because they gave up so much draft capital to get this kid. I mean, they traded up to the number three spot. I, I don't but, think that's but, fair, but I, I understand why those reports come out. But Jimmy G, here's the thing. And I think Jimmy G's so shoulder surgery was properly timed because mm-hmm. it allows him to sort of control his situation. Um, and, and most players want to control their situation. 100%. He deserves to play one more year with the 49ers and then hit the market as an unrestricted free agent quarterback. Mm. Uh, this guy was a, a couple of a quarters away from taking a couple of plays, a couple of plays away yeah. from taking a team to a Super Bowl twice. Yeah. So, you know, let's, and I really don't understand the hate. And quite frankly, I you know, there Jimmy, were man. listen, there was a comment out there that was made prior to that game. I know what you're talking about before the NFC championship game. I was obviously there, Rams 49ers. And there was talk, you know, there was um some criticism that I thought was unfair. I won't get into who said what because I ain't trying to light it up like that. Okay. But <laughs> there was up, some don't, don't light it up. Nah, 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 nah. there was some criticism of Jimmy G, you know, from another broadcaster coming into the game that I thought was unfair. And Omar, I'm right with you. Okay. You know, he's taking them to the Super Bowl. Yes, that game ended on an unfortunate interception. But to me, when you're looking at the total, I don't know, people hating on Jimmy G, you men on the on the on the podcast will have to let me know uh, you know, if y'all hating on Jimmy G's looks, you know, but I feel like from a football <laughs> standpoint, he takes care of business good enough. You know what I'm saying? Good enough. What, what were you about to say? No, I, I want oh. to get into some rapid because we got we got a break. Some yeah. rapid. What do you think is going to happen with these players? Give us some quick responses. Oh, uh, Josina. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. Return to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry. Maybe the Ravens. Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I don't know. Go back to Tampa. I don't know. Jadavian Clowney. Cleveland. 
T.Y. Hilton? I don't know. Julio I, I got. I got to call him. I got. I haven't talked to him. I got to call him. <laughs> yeah, because we we know Josina don't play. Josina, yeah. Josina <laughs> is one of the answer now. She'll, she'll, she'll get, get you the answer. answer. She'll get you the breaking news. Um, <laughs> Melvin Ingram. Uh, whoever his I last think visit back was. To the teeth, who was the last visit to? I forget. Uh, Miami, I believe it was yeah. Miami. Uh, are y'all still looking? Mm, I don't think so. I okay, think well then, then the I'm, I'm rolling he, with Omar. No, he lives Omar. down here. He lives down yeah. here. Uh, okay. Dwayne Brown. Um, I don't know. I have some of these I haven't checked with. You know what I'm saying? So mm. yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, like KJ, right? I was just texting with him before we came on. I know he wants to go back to Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think the OBJ thing is, I mean, I think it makes sense if, if he wasn't just a dad, you know, just turned being a father, I might, you know, look at that differently. But I, I do feel, in my opinion, is the best thing for his family situation and not moving around with a newborn. So that's why I say that. You know what I mean? I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. <laughs>